This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of the lumberyard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <sighs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 229. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw on the mic. How you doing, Kevin? Doing good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain, huh? I can, but it will just be the same story. <laughs> God. <laughs> and now everybody's depressed. Work. They shouldn't be. I'm not. I might sound that way, but I'm not depressed. Okay, good. What movie do we have you watch this week? Resident Evil Retribution. Resident Evil Retribution. Picked this in honor of Resident Evil, the final chapter coming out this week. This is written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. I have a synopsis here. Alice fights alongside a resistance movement to regain her freedom from an Umbrella Corporation testing facility. Ryan, tell us a thing or two about Resident Evil Retribution. Oh, sorry. By the way, this is the one that came out in 2012. So this is the one that came out right before the new one. So what what number is this? I believe this is number five. All right, well, I I think so. Let me me just. You're you're correct. I'd say I'd say I saw number one, but I'd say two, three, four. That's what I was counting on. Um. So well, I don't know where to start. All I know is that Neil Jovovich starts out. Like a normal person, but it's actually a holographic test run that the Umbrella Corporation is doing to America and Japan and Russia and China and possibly a few other places I'm forgetting. But there are like there for her, there are a few other people that were in one that are apparently bad, but they're holographic, so they're not really bad. <laughs> and at a few different points, Mela fights some of them, and at another point, the people she fights. She sends her daughter with them, or the girl that thinks she's her daughter. It's actually the hologram skin, but obviously they look alike, so the kid thinks that the real one is her mom. Are you you sure you don't mean clone? Yeah, that's what I mean when I say. If they're not holograms, holograms would be just like video, like not. They're clones. So at a later point, like I said, Mela teams up with some of them and then fights them later on. And then after that, finds out that the main girl who I'm assuming replaced Allie Larder, if I'm saying that right. Allie Larder? 
and seeing what the other is able. I think uh, she's in this one. She's in this one. So maybe it was just Allie well, Larder. Well, I didn't look like it. <laughs> I mean, it I kind of did, but it also didn't. Oh, never mind. She she's she's in it, but she's it's archive footage. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a new girl that apparently that looks a lot like her, and there's also an Asian girl who is the the bad guys top Asian, and the power is knocked out, so the Asian becomes good and fights along with Mila and the blonde girl because I don't know her name. The blonde girl has a girl by trust that is also a mind control device and they end up shooting that off. And then they fight um what's a girl's name from Fast and Furious? Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah. Uh, she's in it. But apparently she's a bad guy throughout the movie. Even though in the beginning or in the first one, she is a good guy. Yeah, she's, well, she died in the first one, so they brought her back as a clone in this one, I believe. And she can't be killed. So her at the end, her and Mila are fighting. And Mila shoots the ground, and it breaks the ice in a circle pattern. And Michelle Rodriguez falls in the water, and he gets dragged down by zombies. So I assume she's dead. And that's, I mean, there's some scenes of the White House with the... <laughs> That made bad guy, but I'm not sure if it's the real Washington or a clone of Washington. A clone of the city? A full-on clone of the entire (laughs) city of Washington, D.C. Well, at different points in this, I forget what it's called, but they have, like, different... uh, can't think of the word. Different instances of big cities because they're testing weapons and they can't do that on real cities without things going totally haywire. So they test these virtual cities. But they're they look exactly like the real thing, and they're all populated with clones. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just real confused about I, I feel like they didn't even need to make this one. Because right, so, every time somebody dies, they just come back to life. So what did you think of Resident Evil Retribution overall? It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, Do you think your thoughts would change if you saw two, three, and four? No. Because <laughs> I gotta... said, I'm pretty sure this movie was 
strictly made to make money. Like people die and then they come back to life. And they die, they come back to life. And the explanation is well, it's a virtual place and we're just testing things. So you never know what's real and what's fake. It's hard to follow. Thanks for me. Yeah, I it was really difficult to follow. Yeah, well, just the here, whole... I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, having seen the movie, I can. I, it definitely, it definitely is a, a difficult one for sure. I reviewed this on the site back when this came out. This came out. I reviewed it on September fifteenth, twenty twelve. So I, I gave it a two out of ten on my in my review, and I have. I can just read a couple things because I don't remember anything about this movie. Like I remember almost nothing, but when I go back and read my review, I said the film fails on every level and will certainly leave fans of the game crying in their Umbrella Corp themed pillowcases. I said, uh, what did I say here? If the story sounds ridiculous, it's because it is. The butchering of the Resident Evil storyline is morphed into a convoluted mess of biblical proportions. So much so that we need endless amounts of exposition throughout the film just to have even the slightest clue as to what's happening. What's worse is that even with the nearly nonstop exposition, there's still no point to what we're seeing. The characters walk into a new area, random creature attacks, rinse, repeat. Kind of sounds like the game, though. Yeah. Apparently the filmmakers thought it would be a good idea to include more characters and creatures from the video games into the film. We have people who previously died in the other films coming back as clones. Some new characters like Ada Wong. Uh, she's from, uh, I think, Resident Evil 4? Or maybe even Resident Evil 2. I think she's from 2, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, nearly everyone in the team from the first film is back. But instead of the nostalgic re- reunion vibe, we're left with a "oh no, not these assholes again" vibe. So I definitely basically didn't you like said it. The thing that I'm thinking only pretty, in different words. No, pretty much word for word. The I like. It's been a while since I played the Resident Evil game, but like what you just described to me doesn't sound like Resident Evil at all. <laughs> no, it's nothing like the games. No. That's why they're big problems. None of the movies were like the games, though. Yeah. None of them. Even the first one, which is probably the closest, it's still nothing like it. It's they. There's no atmosphere to it. There's no horror. There's just it's pure action. And in my review for this one, I said the action feels insanely dated considering The Matrix came out over a decade ago. People want more realistic action, not stylistic wire work that says fuck you to gravity. And that's what this movie is. It's just slow motion, super stylized, blowing away of zombies. I would like to say that I did. I had to look up to see if there were actual Resident Evil pillowcases. And there are. Yeah. Of course. I just, I needed to fact check your review and it checks out. Yeah. Good work. Uh, and that, oh, I just thought something off again. What? Keep going. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. I, do, I will say it like at the end of my review, I said, here's hoping that Resident Evil 6, the game, is great so we can at least get this taste out of everyone's mouth. Well, I have some sad news for you, past Adam. 
Resident <laughs> Evil 6 was not great. It was very, uh, very bad. Uh, well, the, uh, other reason, the, the other reason I picked this movie is because Resident Evil 7, the game, came out this week as well. Oh. And I'm only, uh, I've only played about 30 minutes of the game. Uh, however, it is completely... I mean, they just completely revamped the whole series. It's completely different. It still has the kind of Resident Evil vibe to it in, in a lot of ways, but they switch is like first person now. So it's like you're really in it. It's a lot more immersive. And yeah. it's in it's in VR. So if you have a PlayStation VR, Whoa. you can play it in VR. Uh, Watch and out. It is intense. Oh, we are in the future. It It's awesome. Uh, so from what I played so far, it scared the shit out of me. Nice. And it is definitely worth picking up it's like it takes place in louisiana in the bayou and you're the game starts out you're investigating you're trying to find your girlfriend who's been missing and you get this mysterious video and you have to go explore this super creepy house that's inhabited Mm -hmm. by these kind of like hillbilly people so it's got this sort of texas chainsaw massacre vibe to it but of course it's Resident Evil, so there's like a zombie sort of yeah. infected element, but uh, really, really good so far, unlike the movies. Uh, Actually, I think, Ryan, Ryan, I think if you checked out some of the other ones, like, um, I think it was Extinction. I think it was Extinction, that the one that I like. Birds. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of birds in that one. That's the one that t- takes place in the desert. It's like... It it almost it's com- it's like Mad Max that one that's like the I Mad Max one where they have the part of that one. where they have the crazy vehicles and stuff like that one's not too bad but uh, the the rest of them are are not great I I want to go back and watch a couple of them just because they're 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 kind of fun this one's not fun no Retribution's not fun because like I said in my review. The movie starts off, this is one of the few things I remember about it. I saw this in the theater, and it starts off with this, with Mila Jovovich narrating this super long bit of exposition, just getting yeah. everybody caught up to what's going on. And it's yeah. just, it never ends. You're just like, are you just going to tell us the whole movie? Is that what's happening here? Yeah, I feel like they're retold, like, what happened to the, at least the first movie. I mean, it takes like 20 like, minutes to get through it. It's insane. It's dumb. That's why you see in the credits, you see the archive footage for like 100 people because they just replay all the other movies. Is that what they do? Well, they do it for a lot because they, the, they do it at the beginning and they actually show clips from the other movies. And then I, if I remember correctly, they do it again later. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's nothing but exposition. And it's also, like really lazy too. I watch this in my bedroom, and that TV doesn't have the television or any of that, and everything still like you could tell they were actors in front of a screen doing yeah. it. It was awful. Everything was, yeah, the action was really bad. In that now, movie. if you didn't watch it with the true motion, can you say that you actually truly watched it? True motion is the only way, only way to experience cinema, okay? 
Brian would Brian would probably love Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. 120 frame, 120 frames per second. That's gonna that oh, that motion is gonna be so true. It's gonna make your fucking mind get blown. Oh, it's really now rewatch it just for information so I can say I'm terrible. It really is. Oh, there you go. Has, have you any? Have you ever watched anything and thought to yourself, "Wow, this looks so much better in true motion"? Uh, when I used to watch uh, Sons of Anarchy, that looked um, better in the the motion just looks more lifelike, a little, little crisper, yeah, but smoother. It also looks like uh, so Barbara. Yeah, that's okay. why you can explain it. Look like a like a sober <laughs> I can't I like stand what, that. What you, what you just described was it. You, it makes Sons of Anarchy look like a real life soap opera, <laughs> and that's a good thing, apparently. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> that, that is what Ryan is fucking looking for. It's, it seems more real. The only thing that I would turn that true motion on, and I don't because I have it on my TV. I just keep it off for everything. But the only thing that I would use it for would be video games. That's the mm-hmm. only thing. I would turn it on if I played a game, but of course I don't, so I don't, I don't care that much. But movies, no, just terrible. It's what? you're not you're not watching it the way it's meant to be seen. It's it's altering the video. Yeah, my eyes are still now. I don't notice I'll, it that much. I would love to see. I would love to see like Billy Lynn's long halftime walk in true emotion. At 120 frames per second with true motion turned on, it would just, it would look so ridiculous to me. Or and that then, or like, and um, then playback speed at like plus 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what happens. And then do some coke before you do that. It, it'd be like Could watching, uh, have you guys, Kevin, have you seen any of this, the internet memes that they do with the B movie, the Jerry Seinfeld yeah. one? I have not. Oh my god, you should watch some of them. So this is we're way off topic, but they there's videos out there where like uh every time they say the word B in B movie, they speed it up by two times. So you can watch the whole movie and every time they say B they double the speed. <laughs> it's so funny. And they make the movie like five minutes long. It's very short, yeah. It is very, yeah. very short. Yeah. And then there's also a version of B-movie that has no bees in it at all. So they edited it out. They took oh, out bees. any scenes that had the bees. <laughs> so, so it just looks like people freaking out <laughs> and talking to no one. Let's talk about Paul W.S. Anderson and his, his career. I don't think we ever talked about him on this show. We probably should have. Uh, he did. He started with, he did a film called Shopping in 1994. I'm not actually familiar with that. And then he did Mortal Kombat, and that was what really kind of broke him onto the scene. I kind of want to see this shopping movie. Jude Law? Interesting. Uh, so he did Mortal Kombat, then he did Event Horizon. He did Soldier. Yeah, these, these, yeah, he did Event Horizon. These are, these are movies that I absolutely loved when I was a kid. I loved Soldier, the one with Kurt Russell. Uh, then he did Resident Evil, Alien vs. Predator. Or as uh, it's called on here, AVP colon Alien versus Predator. Terrible. Uh, Just in case. He did Death Race, which was the 
that Jason Statham remake of the uh, Roger Corman film. That was a terrible idea and a terrible movie. Uh, then he did Resident Evil Afterlife, The Three Musketeers, Resident Evil Retribution, Pompeii, and now he's doing Resident Evil, the final chapter. I thought seems he did. Like a, kind of, I thought like he did. Kind of got stuck in a Resident Evil K hole here. He did. I mean, he he wrote all of them, so he didn't direct um, parts what two and three and four. No, he did three and four and five. No, he did four and five. <laughs> I don't know. He there was a couple of them. He didn't direct Extinction, and there might have been another one in there that he didn't do. I'm so confused about these Resident Evil movies. They just need to number them. Yeah, he directed four of the six, so there's two of them in there that he didn't do. Ryan, what's your take on Paul W.S. Anderson? Um, he started off good, then it went downhill real fast. Hmm. I would argue that he never started off good, but... Like, in my eyes, I enjoy it. Like, more government. I know it makes terrible, but I enjoy it. When I was a kid, at least. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he's just not... He's a director that is clearly aiming his films at 13-year-old boys. Maybe that's the thing. Because I know that... I know that a lot of those Resident Evil movies were PG-13. Like, they were... They didn't go back to the R rating until later on. Until the fan base started growing up. I guess that's what it is. What do you, what do you think about Paul W.S. Anderson's career, Kevin? Uh, out of everything, I've seen... What have I seen? I've seen Mortal Kombat. And I've seen Mortal Kombat. So, oh, you never saw Event Horizon? No. I think that's something that I should... That's yeah. something I've been needing to see for a while. But uh, Mortal Kombat, now it's been since 1995... Because I think Mortal Kombat was one of the first movies I saw in a theater. What? And uh, we didn't, didn't see, like it. Yeah, you, you didn't see a movie in the theater until you were eleven years old. Probably. That's all. Like my my family's not. They don't watch movies. Yeah, you didn't get go see like a Disney movie or anything. No, my family didn't have money to go to the theaters. But I got to see I got to see uh, Mortal Kombat at the Delco Plaza. So, to me, Mortal oh, Kombat's man. the fucking shit. Just Brought back to mystery. Yeah, I think I went to see it at Delco Plaza. I actually. think we've talked about this before. We were probably all there at the same time. Yeah, that's right. We did have this know. conversation <gasps> before. Because I, I think it was Delco that had the really cool arcade right across oh, yeah. the way oh, from with it. The indoor, with the indoor mini golf? Yeah. And they also had the, the comic store? Yep. Yeah. Com- oh, Comics Connection. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, you should definitely see Event Horizon because I think that you will. You're a fan of sci-fi, and I think that you will definitely like that one because not only is it sci-fi, it's horror, but it's also kind of weird. Like it's really weird and very dark, and Sam Neill loses his fucking mind in it. And any movie that has Sam Neill losing his mind is one that you should probably see. Yes, I do like the sound of that. I might have to check this out. This Event Horizon. It's yeah, it's I think it's objectively his best movie. All right. Any final thoughts before we give you a drum roll on Resident Evil Retribution? No. Hmm. All right, there we go then. All right, Ryan. What do you give Resident Evil Retribution? Two. That is a two out of ten. Now I have to ask, Resident Evil the final chapter, what are you thinking about that? Well, according to the Corolla. 
it's the best one yet. But also, it doesn't have makeup at all. So I'm gonna skip it, brother. I'm pro- I'm probably gonna give it a look. It looks terrible, but. It looks like it's going to be better than Retribution. And from what I heard, it actually is the a, a good one. I mean, it only has a 44% right now in Rotten Tomatoes, but that's only with nine, uh, nine reviews counted. And I saw some other critics like on my Twitter feed talk about it and say that it's actually pretty good. <sighs> and by that, I mean pretty good for a Resident Evil movie. Yeah. So... I'll... You know, you know it's bad when you have one movie. You can say this is pretty good or pretty bad based on the other one and yeah. nothing else. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. It's Resident Evil. What do you expect? Uh, you know, last week we were talking about uh your scores, and I, I said I was pretty sure that you gave something lower than a one. And you actually, you actually gave two movies a zero. You, yeah, you gave Sallow or the <sighs> 120 Days of Sodom a zero, and you also That's gave, right. and you also gave Almighty Thor a zero. Damn, but what about Catwoman? I think Catwoman was a point five. <laughs> oh, you lost all credibility just now. One fell swoop. Credibility. I, I wish my scores race on like. Budget. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, letter, the letter box numbers. I wish they were based on like, like every every one is point five of the five. If that made does that make sense? Yeah. Wait, I mean, I, I you guess. could do that. Just do the math and just double it. it. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get into there's like weird territory where. Uh, yeah. Like seven point five. It's like, is okay. Do you give that three and a half stars or four stars? True, true. These are struggles that I deal with every day on Letterbox. It almost makes me want to switch to a five point system on our site. Not gonna happen. We gotta have that struggle. We gotta have that. <laughs> I know. We gotta make things more difficult for us. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I, I really give a movie above a five or six. And, uh, like, I need something lower than two or three. Mm-hmm. Like a one or zero? <laughs> well, yeah. Those are technically lower. <laughs> well, like you just said, if I gave other zero, I can't feel lower than that. Mm, gotcha. You go into the negatives. Go into the negatives. It's your show, man. Yeah. Well, they're not going to match perfectly on your letterbox anyway. Again, this is the struggle. It's never going to, it's never going to be a perfect match. But I'm Just in the review portion of letterbox, just put negative two stars. Circumvent the whole star system of letterbox and do your own thing within the review box. Just blaze your own trail, Ryan. All right. You got to start taking control of your life. And with that, we will end this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear, consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. Patreon.com slash FilmPulse. And even if you don't like what you hear, maybe you could just cut us a bone. (laughs) Give us a dollar a month. (laughs) 
<laughs> Some pity change. We'll, we'll get better, we promise. Your money will make us get better. It'll be a higher quality show. Give it, give us, give us another five years. Yeah. <laughs> you can send us your questions and topics to podcast filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later. Thank you.